Hey yo, welcome to Liquid Era Podcast. I am Dee Brady, your host, obviously. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in again. Um, disclaimer, quick disclaimer, my throat is like literally closing up and I'm trying to record this episode. Um, this is my third time actually recording it because I keep yawning because I think I'm getting sick. So I'm sorry if I pause and yawn. I'm so sorry. It is like almost 12 at midnight. <laughs> and this is my third time. And I'm just like, I'm ready to take some medicine. I'm ready to go to bed. But I really did not want to skip a Tuesday because I know that once I skip a Tuesday, I probably get comfortable doing it. And I don't want to do that. I want to practice consistency. Um, and this will make it the last Tuesday of January. And which makes it um which makes it an accomplishment that I have officially recorded a podcast this whole month. And I will be prepared for February, which will be my, I think February will be like my favorite month because I'm going to be discussing um, relationships, sex, dating, all those nice things or whatever that us millennials love to talk about. Um, and I really have fun talking about it. And I'm super excited of my guests that I'm going to have on this podcast. I'm literally just figuring things out with Liquid Pod- Liquid Era Podcast. Um, I just know that six months down the line from now, what I'm saying right now, what I'm doing right now might change up. It's just just so you guys know. But I really love the support that I have, the downloads that I'm getting, um, the shares and everything. I genuinely appreciate it. You guys can email me at liquidera6 at gmail.com. If you want to ask any questions, want to know more about me, want to know more of anything that you are going through relationship-wise, getting prepared for February, of course, um, career-wise, if you are in the entertainment business, if you are an entrepreneur or creative, anything that you um, want to talk about, please share it. And if you want to be anonymous, you don't want it to be heard over on the podcast, that's completely fine. I can email you separately. Um, but if you want to be heard on a podcast, just let me know. So obviously let's get into it. Let's talk about the fatality of social media and obsessed with popcorn success. But first, um, before we continue, I definitely want to, of course, share my condolences with the family and close friends of the lost lives from the helicopter crash that included Kobe and Gianna Bryant. Um, This loss obviously came abrupt and a shock to everyone because like, we really wasn't expecting to say RIP Kobe Bryant anytime soon. Um, And it's really like you know that he has fulfilled a purpose because you feel it in the energy all over the world. Everybody feels it. Um, he has definitely left his mark on the world and his mentality, his work ethic, his drive. If that doesn't inspire you, I don't know what does, um, which is partially the reason why I'm even continuing recording this podcast with my closed up throat um, this day. Um, to put it out, to be consistent, um, just to persevere and keep going. I just, 
I really appreciate him. Um, his daughter, Gianna Bryant, she was such a light. We didn't really know, um, you know, much about her. I didn't know her personally, but her confidence that she exudes, just like her dad, um, watching her highlight reel, her, you know, not caring about, you know, Kobe Bryant doesn't have a son. She was like, um, don't worry, I got this. <laughs> I I loved it. Um, and it's so sad, so sad. I'm sorry to the loved ones, um, those who genuinely looked up to Kobe Bryant as their hero. I know you guys felt this as well. And just know that he is looking down on all of us and he is just like smiling and just knows that he fulfilled his purpose. And um, yeah, you guys just continue to make him proud by persevering and being consistent with your passion, just like how he was in basketball and in his kid's life as well. So moving on, um, I really want to obviously, like I said, speak on social media and the fatality of it. Okay, so first let's go through the pros of social media. Many people can network on social media with whoever. And it's, I'm not talking about no Tinder, no black people meet type thing. I'm talking about business. Like you doing business with people in China, Canada, LA, New York, Miami, Atlanta, like anywhere around the world you can do business with um, and network, which I think is a beautiful thing just because of social media, one click of a button, the whole world is at your hands. Um, also you can use social media to your advantage, meaning you can have multiple streams of income just because of the way you set up your social media, um, your Instagram, your Twitter, how you talk, how you present yourself. Um, I see a lot of my peers, you know, have a lot of brand deals, clothing brands because they want to model or, um, they want to be a club promoter or they want to be an artist, those type of things, the opportunities that they get, um, is really amazing to see. Um, just because they put them they, themselves out there and use social media to the advantage of it, which is a good thing, positively using it to your advantage. But the con of social media is you can be whoever you want to be. Honestly, those catfishes and all the stuff like that is real, okay? Many people pretend to be something they're not. And just because they are at the right place at the right time, they seem authentic. But that's not the case at all, which is very scary. You have a lot of publicists who might post up at a place um, that they have no relations with ever whatsoever or an artist or an event that they have no relationships with at all. But because they posted that picture on their Instagram, you now see them posted up in this glamorous, lavish life and you feel like, oh, they got the connections. Oh, they live in that life. And it's it's false, sir. No. Um, you're literally trusting someone who you don't know because they are seeming to live a life you either want to be a part of or you subconsciously wish you were them or you just simply like it. And that's that to me is scary and can be dangerous because not only of, you know, if you want to go into dating now, I mean, you go on a guy's page and you see that he loves to work out, he enjoys traveling and those type of things, but you don't really know him. You know, you don't really know her. You don't know that she's crazy. She's emotional. She's insecure about her life. Like you only see what they give you on social media. Now, some people like to live their lives completely unapologetically on social media. You know, um, 
one example, one great example of it um, pr- previously was Cardi B. Cardi B would share her stripper life, you know, love and hip hop, before love and hip hop and all stuff like that. She would just say what's on her mind and live vicariously through social media, which made her a star. But after a while, you know, now you're seeing that certain things she'll probably post, but she'll take it down just because of her caliber right now. But I mean, she's going to give you now what she wants to share with you. She's not going to share um, every bits and pieces of her daughter's life. She's not going to share every bits and pieces of her relationship anymore. She know I feel like she has grown into knowing what to share with you guys and what not to share with you guys. Whatever she chooses to share with you guys is what she chooses to share with you guys. Okay. So, you know, you don't really know her. Um, but, um, I always feel like whoever you follow, on social media says a lot about you. For me, well, for me, for instance, um, I follow a lot of boss women in the music industry because I hope to one day live in that lifestyle, but also because their journey and hard work inspires me because they make it look so good, (laughs) but really and truly they are tired. They could be stressed, whatever, but they are humans you know, just like me. And they, I believe they have went through what I am going through right now. And I like looking at their process. I like seeing where they are because I'm, I want to manifest being, if not there, but greater in a sense as well. Um, so who I follow, definitely like I try to follow, as much positive people as possible. So I haven't really taken um, a social media break at all because I, I actually, I go on social media in doses. Sometimes I'll only go on Twitter um, when I'm home at night about to go to bed. That's when I'll scroll through Twitter. I don't scroll, scroll through Twitter every hour on the hour. Um, I don't scroll through Instagram every hour on the hour. I give myself breaks in between. And I also follow people who um, either inspire me or, you know, like friends and things like that. But if you're annoying me or, you know, you just too negative, I have the right to block you or mute you, period. So I don't have to deal or see that shit on my timeline. Um, I control what I see on my timeline. So I feel like if I'm controlling it, then I don't need to take a break from it. Um, so when people mention about social media breaks, I always ask, who do you follow that makes you feel so drained? What are you searching for that makes you have a series of toxic conversations in your head or to your peers? Or you just feel like you waste so much time on your apps. Um, what is the reason why you are, you know, taking the break and what, by answering those questions, I guess you would find the reason as to what can maybe solve your issues. Because nowadays, social media is your newspaper, is you know your media outlets, your news and stuff like that to go to to figure things out and find out what's going on around the world. And I guess sometimes you don't you want to break against this world because this world is freaking crazy and toxic as hell. So some things you cannot control that comes up on your timeline. Like there's no way I can control seeing um, the passing of Kobe Bryant and his daughter. There's no way. Um, But there is no way that I wouldn't even have known, even if I didn't have social media, because it's such a huge impact. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's just really what you control. I feel like 
that will control your mindset and how you go about life. Um, Controlling your habits on when you go on social media. Really and truly, as soon as you wake up out of your sleep in the morning, you should not be touching your phone to go on social media. And that's a problem in itself. Um, I, I guess you could take this as a tip. Tip number one, when you wake up in the morning, just don't, the only reason you should touch your phone maybe is to cut the alarm off and that's it. I see my phone on the side table and I see like my notifications and stuff, but I'm not going to answer it until like maybe 30 minutes or an hour after I get up. Let me refresh myself. I'm going to sit in bed in silence for a little bit (laughs) and get myself prepared for the day. And then I'm going to get up, open up my blinds, see the sun, wash my face, you know, take a shower, those type of things and prepare myself for what's going to be in my phone first. Then, you know, um, Maybe that would help (laughs) instead of going straight to Twitter and gossiping and seeing all that stuff because after a while it does take a toll on you. So I completely understand that. But it's like I said before, it's how you um it's how you control it. I mentioned before the type of women I follow, um, boss women obviously in the in the entertainment industry, such as Amber Grimes, Scotty Beam, Carleen Roy, um, Sherry Bryant. Karen Civil and many more. Um, I also started following women empowerment programs in media such as the Wayne Academy, um, simply because seeing positive success keeps me going. It feeds my brain. Um, they, to me, are like my imaginary mentors. I don't have a mentor yet in this industry. So um, until I um, genuinely meet and establish a relationship with a mentor that is for me, I will go ahead and follow those women and look at their timelines and watch their stories and learn from the advice that they give and the paths that they have set for young ladies like me in the entertainment industry. So Um, I'm going to keep on teaching myself and purposely giving myself the right tools. You have to ask yourself, what do I want? What do I look up to? Um, who do I look up to? Is this person worth looking up to? Um, do they really say, or do they really do what they say they do? Um, how can this help me in the long run? Every person that I just mentioned prior, I I have watched, majority of their interviews. I have possibly asked my boss about them prior um, and they're legit. You know, the the work speaks for itself and that's what I look forward to. That's what I, that's what keeps me going. So what keeps you going? Obviously, besides the women, the boss women in the music industry, obviously I look to the people that I listen to on podcasts. So I listen to the Joe Budden podcast, even though his podcast is like super funny and, you know, maybe like you look up to that. Some people might be crazy, but um, really and truly his journey and his path and growing, it inspires me as well. Um, I like to hear um, men's perspectives on things. Um, His dry humor sometimes is like my dry, dark humor. So I look up to that. Um, What else? Music wise, what artists not only inspires me, but 
gives me some type of direction and help on the artists that I'm working with as well. So literally, like I'm saying, everything that I'm mentioning inspires a piece of my life in some type of way. Never, like if I'm like seeing any type of gossip or anything, it's because I couldn't control it and that's just what it is. But I try to keep a balance of everything, um, a balance of inspiration, a balance of comedy, music, you know, those type of things just to keep me sane and not go insane. <laughs> so vibing off of seeing and looking up to the women that I look up to in the music industry, we can go now into um, transition, transition, sorry, <laughs> into popcorn success slash, I guess we could talk about also imposter syndrome. So as I mentioned before, um, we find many people living in a luxurious life online in high places or just in places we wish we could be, but we never see the work that they put in or lack thereof. Now, the women that I just mentioned before, obviously they put their process, like Carleen Roy, she puts the process of her making and creating events through her IG stories on the Vanity Group. And so she literally tells us like, okay, Look, I had this is the trouble that we had to go through in the 24 hours before this big Migos event. I'd be like, oh shit. Like if I was in that moment, I would probably crumble. <laughs> um, Scotty Beam, we um learned her journey through the Black Girl Podcast. Love it. But there are some people who just you just don't know how they go through things or like what they actually do. They just post pictures. Anybody can walk in a mansion at an open house, take pictures and post it. Anybody, any influencer, any YouTuber, anybody to make it look like their lives is just amazing. And you have to be careful for that because now you're thinking, oh, this person, I watched them last year, a few months ago, they were like literally in a broken down shed and now they are in a whole mansion. Like, no, they just learned how to use social media and knew that they can be whoever they want to be to get whatever they want. And when you actually meet them in person, it'll be two different things and you'll be upset about it. Right? So I actually test this out to see how my followers would react. So I believe a few months ago, I borrowed my sister's car one day to go to Popeye's and my sister um, has a Lexus. And I was like, you know what? Let me see. Let me test out perception. And all I did was take a picture of my hand on the steering wheel that shows the Lexus um, symbol. And I was like, I said, I commented something. I captioned it something like blessed or I don't know, something DJ Khaled like. And obviously people were like, oh, congrats. Hit me up. Oh, snap. Like, you know, they believed it because off rip, I work in the music industry. So obviously people expect the glitz and glam or people just did that because I just be honest and I don't post fake shit like that. If you know me, you know me. I don't post fake shit like that. I'm a post. Well, I'm going to keep it real. So obviously, you know, they was like, oh, snap, congrats and stuff. But majority of the people... Um, obviously feel like, okay, she in the music industry is supposed to be glitz and glam. You're supposed to have a Rolls Royce. You're supposed to have a, a, you know, a motherfucking Lamborghini or something like that because you are at this legendary label. They expect me 
to be at all of the award shows, getting plaques left and right, representing their fave artists. And I, to be honest, I hate that. And this is why I get scared to post a lot of my accolades because I know that once I do that, people who weren't fucking with me before would want to be my friend now. Um, And this is not on no cockiness stuff. This is like real shit because this has happened to my homeboy. This has happened to me previously. Um, As soon as I post something that people want, um, that's when they want to hit me up about something. And it's like, we've never spoke before or you tried me before now you want to talk to me and I hate that um they want the life that they feel like I'm living but that success doesn't happen overnight I am not going to get a Lamborghini overnight because I work at Slip and Slide Records I'm sorry to tell you this but we are actually developing artists I am actually going through the process from the ground up developing artists and it is hard it is hard as hell. And I am learning. I am experiencing things that I am not going to post. I'm not going to talk about in the public. Um, so it's scary, (laughs) you know, um, even if I have the right to do so, it's scary because in my head, I'm not where I envision myself, but to you, I'm right where you envision me to be. And, I need y'all to know that my Instagram is a highlight reel. Like I post things that I choose to post. Oh, I look cute on the beach or whatever. You think I'm living a life. You think I'm, I'm on this boat or whatever. You don't know how I got on this lavish boat. Like I didn't even pay for it. Like I need y'all to know the truth. I need y'all to know the truth before, you know, y'all go ahead and think that I'm living this lie. Because then when I do post those accolades, I want to, mentally, I want to be prepared. Mentally, I want to know that I, yes, I deserved this moment. I worked hard for this moment, so I have no shame in posting it. Um, And I guess it's a good and bad thing, but to me, that's like, I, I guess I have imposter syndrome. Once I post an accolade, um, because mentally I'm not where I want to be, I just feel weird <laughs> posting it. But once I feel like I do deserve it, then posting it wouldn't be a problem. So um, yeah, that's just how it how my mind thinks. But um, I'm going to wrap up this podcast right here because my throat is on fire, y'all. And I need to take some medicine. I need to go to bed. Um, I need to get better so that I can tackle this Super Bowl weekend. Um, so thank you guys again for listening to Liquid Era podcast. Again, please email liquidera6 at gmail.com for any questions, any thoughts that you would like to share on the podcast or just like what would like to share with me. Um, also you can follow Liquid Era on Instagram at liquid underscore era. Um, or you can follow me uh, at underscore D Brady. That's D E E. B-R-A-D-Y, Liquid Era, L-I-Q-U-I-D, underscore E-R-A. Thank you guys, and I'm out. Yeah. <laughs>